Hello everyone, my name's Marino, and I'm the Editor-in-Chief at Roar News. Welcome to the first part of a multi-episode series in which we're going to be talking to candidates for the KCLSU Spring Elections, speaking to them about their manifestos, and letting you know a little bit about what they want to change in the Union should they be elected. In this episode, we'll be speaking with Ali Gibson and Julia Kozowska, two candidates running for president in the upcoming elections. These candidates weren't able to join us for our live recording session, so we'll be answering pre-recorded questions sent into them via email. Their fellow presidential candidates, namely Mercier Afshar, Oliver Charles Christian, Hamza Lone, Janish Luxeman, and Maud Yasir Khan were also given ample opportunity to either attend our live recording sessions or to answer questions via email, but did not send us any answers and therefore will not be taking place in this podcast episode. We began by asking candidates to introduce themselves and tell us a little bit about their manifestos. For each of these questions, Ali Gibson will be speaking first, followed immediately by Julia Kozowska. Hi everyone, uh, my name is Ali Gibson, uh, I use any and all pronouns and identify as non-binary. I am a, a third year medic in KCL GKT Medical School and I'm standing in this election for the role of president. Hi King's College London students, my name is Julia Kosowska and my pronouns are she, her. I'm currently in my third year of an undergraduate neuroscience degree. I am also vice president of the Peer Assisted Learning Scheme and the conference lead of the Neuroscience Society. This year, I'm running for the role of president of KCLSU. Next, we asked our candidates to tell us a little bit about what they believe the role of president within the KCLSU to entail. So the president does lots of roles and does lots of things. Um, The main thing is they are kind of the figurehead um, for the students' union and for students, particularly in the eyes of kings. Um, And that comes with responsibilities like uh, being able to hold the university accountable, which is a phrase we hear often. Um, One of the things I really want to do during my time is to really create um, a student activism focus within the student union, because I think it's missing. We're missing that connection between um, the student union and real active campaigners, um, of which there are loads of campaigns, to mean that the president will be able to bring students into the conversation a lot more easily. They're also there to kind of connect the other five officers up with the people they need to and be that support. And I think my previous experience uh, is a good uh, base to be able to get stuck in right on day one in supporting people and connecting people the way they are and generally being um, reachable and approachable by students. The role of president of KCLSU is leading the student union and representing students. The president of KCLSU is someone who effectively represents the organization, the student union, and ensures that this organization takes right actions and goes in the right direction. The president spends a lot of time working closely with vice presidents to ensure that they are pursuing the goals from their manifestos. The president also spends lots of time meeting university representatives and people from external organizations to establish the most effective and beneficial communication with them. Finally, the president of KCLSU works on their own manifesto goals and maintains communication with students. The reason I put these three main points in this order is because at the moment it feels like the president spends lots of time in meetings and not so much time working on the manifesto goals or listening to students. This is something I believe should change. And hopefully next year someone running for the role will give you a much better definition of what the role of president of KCLSU is, if we'll change it together. Our next question for these candidates was what direction they want to take the student union and should they be elected to the role of president. 
So as I said um, about kind of the president's role, I think the main direction is that we're lacking a real connection to student activism, student reps and student campaigners um, and just general students, you know, every, every student in this body. Um, we have incredible campaigns running across the student body. We had things like cut the rent and tuition fee reduction. We currently have keep it real. I saw a stop the music campaign about sexual harassment and spiking in venues appear the other day. Um, but you can't see sort of the student union backing any of those campaigns and really putting a focus behind joining campaigners up, providing spaces for campaigners to organise, to get to know one another um, and to feel empowered by one another. Um, and that's one thing that I really want to do is to have a look at student unions resources and really put them very clearly into um, supporting students, supporting student reps and student activism. Um, that would be my number one priority uh, as, a, as the president of the student union. I hope to ensure that the student union listens to its students. I hope to make sure that students feel like we're representing them and not the university in the first place. I believe that there are changes to be made to how things have been done previously. But to change things, we have to appreciate that KCL students are not satisfied with KCLSU. Not according to the National Student Survey, where, the past, where for the past two years, KCLSU received ratings significantly below the benchmark. With the benchmark of 55.32% and the scores of 46.38% in 2020 and 48.12% in 2021, assessed as an agreement to the statement that the student union effectively represents students' academic interests. To change these feelings, KCLSU needs to be accessible and transparent in its actions. This is what I hope to bring with my open door policy and transparency, which you can find described in more detail in my manifesto. So just to summarize what I've said about the direction in which I wish to take the student union in, I want to take it as close to students as possible. I want students to take active part in shaping the union and their own academic environment. With that little bit of background out of the way, we wanted to move on to some more precise points about the entirety of the student officers team. So we asked our presidential candidates how they'd support their fellow student officers should they be elected this year. Having been a student officer and having had a wonderful president uh, in Salma Hussain, um, there is an element of pastoral support because this job is hard, it's stressful, it's ridiculously long hours that you expect it's constantly having to advocate and fight for yourselves for other students um even often when you're told that you're wrong um despite the fact that you're elected to do this job um so there's an element of pastoral support and checking in there's an element of team building um which again i've seen examples and i've worked you know in everything from youth work to um to various different charities to kind of build those team building skills um and also connecting people up with the right people. From day one, I'm going to know most of the staff at KCL, which we need to be contacting on a regular basis, so you can get stuck in there right away, connecting up the officers um, with the people they need to be speaking to in order to achieve their manifesto objectives. To support my fellow student officers, I would maintain a close contact with every one of them. I would share my time, my knowledge and my experience with them. Having been the Vice President of the Power Scheme for the past two years, I learned a lot about coordinating work of smaller and large groups of students, and I've had a lot of feedback from students. My other roles, I the Conference Lead of the Neuroscience Society, the tutor in the Dev Neuro Academy program, promoting diversity and inclusion amongst sixth form students, or the tutor in the video project documenting neuroscientists at KCL, 
gave me enough experience to be confident that I could support my fellow officers. So we now know about the direction that our officer candidates want to take and how they'd support their fellow officers, but what motivated them to nominate themselves for this role in the first place? I put myself forward to stand for the president role because um, having done this before, I think I still have so much uh, knowledge to give. And I think this is kind of the right progression as well to kind of, I have a lot of manifesto objectives, but to sort of also step back and step up a little bit in terms of supporting the other officers to get their manifestos done, uh, their objectives done in their distinct areas. Um, I have so much more to give. And also having been in that side, I send so many things that we should be doing differently. Like we're not connected to the NUS's model of kind of student organising, um, all the occupations that are going on at the moment across the UK. We're not kind of vocally supporting them and vocally supporting student activism. And it really strikes me as strange and a real failure. Um, also things around sort of uh, challenging the accessibility of the university. We do that kind of on a small basis, but we should be supporting student campaigns that are already doing that much stronger. I decided to apply for this role because over the past two and a half years I noticed how disengaged and displeased KCS students are with their union. I am one of those students. I know how they feel and thanks to my experience I decided that I want to change it. I decided that I want to invest my energy, my knowledge into something that will not only be good for me like any other job but for people I care about. And these people are KCL students who need support for their academic journey. That being said, why do our candidates feel that they'd be the best suited person to take on this role? At risk of sounding like a, a, a broken record, um, I have been an officer before, and I think um, not just kind of an officer, like I don't think I did the best job as an officer, and I've taken time now, I've had a year out to kind of reflect on what I did well and what should have been done differently and the ways that different student unions across the country are running, um, the way that NUS are running, and, and to really bring all of that together into being a president, I think it's kind of, like I said, a step back and a step up um, to kind of have that oversight role. I'm also still a char uh, charity trustee elsewhere with the British Youth Council and various charity roles have given me an understanding of kind of financial reporting in charities so we can interrogate for example that big surplus that KCLSU had now almost it'll be two years by the time this person's in post to think about how to put that money um, back into students hands either for student campaigners um, student advocates or one thing I've always thought about is why don't we have a student fund so we'll have to investigate that. I believe I am best suited for, this, for the role of president of KCLSU because I'm invested in this with my entire heart. I'm invested in this as a leader of the PAL scheme, which allows me to see students' struggles on a daily basis. But also, I'm invested in this personally, as a student who struggles every day, just like everyone else. If you elect me as president of KCLSU, I will be taking a year out and returning to finish my integrated masters in neuroscience, so I'm very much a student. And you can believe me that I'm all in. Still, passion is not everything. And without my academic experience, I mentioned before, or without the experience of having a job throughout the entirety of my undergraduate degree, I wouldn't feel confident and honest saying that I know I am best suited. But having the full pack, that is passion and experience, I know I can make students proud to be part of KCLSU. We've heard about the importance of fulfilling manifesto points from both of our candidates. How do they feel that they'll be able to fulfill their points by the time they leave term, should they be elected? 
So, my manifesto points. Um, the first one will mostly involve speaking with the campaigns and rep team at KCLSU, understanding how can we put spaces, how can we make spaces for um, campaigners to get together, how can we support process, how can we support demonstrations, how can we support um, events and talks, um, resource making and all that kind of stuff that you guys need as campaigners. How can we reach you more often? Um, should we, you know, be actively reaching out to societies, campaign groups, networks and being like, well, here's what we've got. Um, how can we work with you? Um, the second point is around, I really want to run a campaign on tackling mitigating circumstances. So I'll be running focus groups with students um, and also doing some research across the UK into what their mitigating circumstances look like. Um, and I think, yeah, I've got experience in kind of doing desk-based research projects that will help in that. Um, and thirdly, um, mostly about sort of conversations with the university, holding them accountable to um, improving accessibility and availability of services. I recently had a chat with a former president of KCLSU and one thing that really surprised me about the role was that president is always caught up with meetings and that there is not much time left for the president to work on manifesto points because of that. My first thought was that it is slightly ridiculous to be called the president, the leader and not have any actual executive power. So coming back to answering the question, I would have fewer meetings to have more time to work on my manifesto. The other sad realization after this conversation was that in reality, it's almost impossible to accomplish manifesto goals because they often don't agree with university's interests. And as most of our funding comes from the university, it is difficult to stand against the university. So I would have many, many conversations with students and ask them if they are willing to risk displeasing KCL. Because at the end of the day, it is entirely about students. The president is there to represent students and therefore the president needs to speak out for them. Nearing the end of our series of questions for our officer candidates, but we wanted to delve a little bit deeper into how they're going to fulfill their manifestos while in office. So why have our candidates chosen to focus on the specific issues that they've listed in their manifestos? I'm focusing on these issues because I think they're going to improve the ease at which students can make change and that's kind of what the students union should be there to do is to kind of back students uh, in their change making activity whatever it may be on or around um, and yeah I hope it kind of lays with all this stuff I hope it kind of lays a foundation to, to, to change how things work in the future so by building opportunities for the students union to actively support um, student campaigns student campaigns become more effective over a short period of time um, because they've got money or they've got chance to meet other people they've got chance to organize collectively um, and that yeah generally um, improves how things go I think the accessibility and accountability stuff speaks for itself you know president should be accountable and our university continues to put barriers in place for people to um, access its education which needs to be at the end of the day removed I have chosen to focus on making KCLSU and KCL more accessible and transparent on demanding more feedback for our work and fair examination conditions, on securing more financial support, on developing and improving the mental health services, and finally, on making a creative, on creating a diverse, inclusive, and democratic environment where everyone feels represented because these are the boring essentials. It is a how to survive a university starter pack, right? And these fundamentals are really not great at King's. I simply think that there is no point spending a year organizing parties and fun activities 
If students are too stressed and anxious about their marks, about their financial situation and about their mental health. I have experienced all of those and I want to help out others. And for our very last question, have our presidential candidates had any experience tackling these issues in the past? Well, I've been involved in the Students' Union throughout my time at King's in different ways. As mentioned, I was an officer, it's the last time I mentioned it. Um, but during that time, I attended rallies for cross-SU campaigns like Students United Against Fees. I got a paper on representation through the Central Committee that challenged um, King's to work better with reps and work better with the Students' Union on that. Um, I was a rep myself in first year, in second year I was a society president, in third year um, I'm more independent but I uh, got GKT to sign a, a national charter about banning LGBTQ conversion therapy in all its forms from our, our medical community and curriculum, um, which was a big win. Um, I'm now a member of student staff as well, so I've seen that kind of side of it and I think Firstly, that kind of hopefully demonstrates how committed I am to, to the student's body uh, and to, to making change, um, but also, you know, working with all those people on all those different levels to understand what your perspectives are and help you make change in your own area too. Yes, in fact, I do have experience tackling these issues. So um, I will tell you an anecdote that um, not very long ago, actually, I was invited to a meeting, the purpose of which was for our students to tell academic staff from KCL's, KCL how we feel about King's mental health support. It didn't feel much like a discussion. The entire workshop felt like it was organized and led in such a way to get us to say things that KCL wanted to hear. We all tried to raise how inaccessible mental health services are and how these could be improved with employment of more staff and devoting some actual money to the cause as one of the main issues. I came out of that meeting rather confused. Instead of thinking on how we can source money for that, we agreed that building a little garden inside Gallery Cafe at Guys will help us deal with our struggles, with our academic and personal mental well-being. Don't get me wrong, the garden is lovely. You should go and see for yourself, but sitting there won't help us. Students struggling with their marks because they don't get enough feedback to make progress, those who cannot devote their time to studying because they have to work to pay the rent, all those who experience depression or anxiety will not care about the garden, I can guarantee that. Thank you very much for joining us for the first episode of our mini-series in which we speak with KCLSU spring election nominees in the run-up to the election this upcoming week. Join us for the next episode where we speak with vice presidential candidates and learn a little bit more about their manifestos and why they want to run. The background music for this episode has been Crinoline Dreams, written by Kevin McLeod and licensed under Creative Commons Attribution 4.0 license.